a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own shit. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Everybody and welcome to episode one of the Odd Man Out. My name is Colby. I'm Dan, and it's here. The times actually happened. We've been teasing this forever. It's real. We actually did the thing. We for did real the this thing. Time. For real, for real. We did it so well too that people don't realize exactly what we're talking about. Even now, we don't even know what we're talking about now. I actually never know what I'm talking about. I just kind of make things up as I go every day. That's so. the secret to success is just pretending like you know what's going on, and that's a little bit of the secret factor of odd man out. For sure, it's just you know, it's not even kayfabe, it's not even real. Nothing's real. Maybe yeah. I'm not real. We may not be real, but we've got tonight, and tonight we have a amazing, incredible guest, Dan. We actually have a guest for one. So we do. It's not just listening to two of us talk for 40 minutes. So No, you'll probably get plenty of that in the future, but we wanted to start things off uh, in a very special way with a very special dude. Uh, I'm, for one, thank you for making this happen. I got to give you credit for this. You kind of, of spearheaded course, this event. And uh, without you, we wouldn't have our amazing guest today. For sure. Appreciate it. Uh, first and foremost, we have a lot of people to thank, a lot of people to introduce, a lot of stuff to get through, because this is episode one. And people have been asking what the fuck we're doing. This is what the fuck we're doing. Uh, first and foremost, giant shout out to Grueling Terror for the amazing logo he did for this project. Uh, yeah, knocked it out of work. the park. Yeah, knocked it out of the park. I basically sent him, hey, we're doing a thing with the panda bat skull thing. Can it you make like this the work? Skull. Yeah, it kind of looks like Misfits. Can you make this work? And he sent back the beautiful little batanda, batan. I don't know what to call it, whatever we're going to call it. We have that now. Sure. I, I think the name, I don't think the name has a name. It's just called the Bat Tanda for right now. That's all it um, is. You people can name him. That's not our if you have a name, If you have a good name idea, let me know. I'd love to hear what you think the issue named. So. Yeah, for real. Let one of us know. Send us something, whether it be on Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter, Dan. I accept uh, telegrams from pigeons. Actually, yes, yes. Um, I have a little pigeon box in my house. Actually, it's very nice. They're not. Um, they stay very warm there. Yes, little pigeon box. But before we get the pigeons, we should probably talk about the guest today because we have an amazing guest today. Future editor Colby here. My lovely dog Titan decided he really needed to be heard in parts of this upcoming interview. I do apologize. Uh, it is an arctic freeze in texas right now and he really wanted to go outside and i thought the mics did not pick up him whining but a couple times they did so please excuse the young lad he merely wanted to go outside and it was far too cold now back to your regular event uh someone that we have loved their work for i mean fuck now it's been 
years and years and years. Someone that has a connection to our, our previous life in our previous podcast. Uh, an illustrator, a writer, someone who does some incredible, unique work. Trimmer Dose, Double Walker, did a little bit of Wonder Woman, Diabolical. Today on this show, we have one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, Noah motherfucking Bailey. Hooray. It, we can finally say it. For sure. This has been a long time. I've been working on this for what three or four weeks now, I think. Yeah. By the time people hear this, they'll see the they'll see the graphics, they'll see the videos, everything will be up and don't realize it's like all this shit has been kept secret for fucking ever and it's hard not to talk about and now we can. And people understand what we're talking about versus this vague conversation I get into at like a party somewhere. Well, um, before we get to Noah, is there anything else we need to cover in this intro before we get to hit the main meat of the interview? Uh, no, not really. I don't think so. I don't think uh, so either. Well, without further ado, uh, ladies, gentlemen, freaks, creeps, peeps, and everybody in between, put your hands together, sit your ass down, and listen to the amazing, the incredible, the one, the only, Noah Bailey. Nice to meet you. Dude, great to meet you. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, no, thanks for having me, man. This is fun. Dude, of course. We've been excited to launch this project forever, and you were, like, in the very first names of people you wanted to be a part of it, and so it was fucking awesome having you on. Oh, dude, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I don't like doing a lot of these, but, like, uh, I like, uh, like, you guys seem so cool, so I was like, oh, this will be a fun talk appreciate Thanks, that a man. ton yeah for real that's kind of our whole goal with this weird odd man out project is trying to spotlight just people we hope will be make cool shit and we want to talk to you. <laughs> well i'm glad i'm one of them thank you yeah, yeah. No, for real number one this is technically odd man out number one can, can we count the preview episode okay rad no way that's very cool wow i'm fucking honored no, it's uh, we're excited, especially our last project ended with the interview with Conrad and Clunin, so we thought starting this one only made sense having you on board. Oh, awesome. Okay. When was that? Oh, fuck. It's like, what, 20, whatever they jumped on Wonder Woman, we decided to do an interview with them. 21. Uh, it was right before. Yeah. Right before I moved. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. fucking a lifetime ago now. <laughs> crazy to think that that was as long ago as it was yeah, yeah dude it is i've uh i've well yeah i guess i've completely changed i've changed careers and moved cities twice now since then which really okay what cities i went from amarillo texas to austin and now in san antonio uh all okay, yeah. chasing the fun of wrestling <laughs> you uh you do like you're a pro wrestler or yeah like yeah, that's rad. Yeah, comic shop by day, pro wrestling by night right now. That's fucking awesome. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, what years were you in Austin? Uh, originally, I was like 2012, 2015. When I moved over there, it was uh, 2021 to 2022. Okay, all right. Yeah, I moved out of there, I think, in 2021. Oh, sure. maybe, 20, maybe 2022. I don't yeah, know man. when, actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't... I lived right door to austin books and comics i almost lived forever like when i first moved there i was trying to get in there oh yeah yeah they uh 
I don't know. They tried to steal from me a few times, but whatever. <laughs> That's as landlords are wont to do. Yeah, uh, the fun of landlords. That's uh, dealing with some of that fun right now with all the Texas freezing shit. So fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good but yeah. luck, dude. Thank you. Thank you. We'll we'll need it, I'm sure. Yeah, that winter was brutal, man. That fucking Yeah. That was so annoying. Dude, that was oh, it was awful. It really was. That was like I again grew up in cold. Uh cold one of the rare cold parts of Texas, but fucking never seen anything like that. That was insane. I'm No. Yeah, we were boiling our water for like three months. It was crazy. Yeah. Did you have to do the same thing. It was a uh, yeah a lot a lot of boiling water a lot of uh, we had a lot of like got everyone in the little living room boarded didn't quite board up like pillowed it up basically and uh, just lived in there for almost a month. Awful yeah we didn't have power for legitimately three weeks straight so we actually just left during that time. That's a smart move. And, yeah, because I was like this fucking sucks and then we came up here to like outside of Chicago and. Uh, then like a massive storm came through and we lost God. power up here for two weeks. So it was the same shit. God damn. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and you're in North Carolina, right? That's correct. Yeah. I'm on kind of like central North Carolina. That's where I stay. So very cool. But, uh, I travel when I can. So, um, that's just kind of the home base. It's like that state in particular. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. I really like North Carolina, man. I like that state a lot. That's a cool spot, man. There's a lot of, like, you know, advantage. You have the beach on one side, the mountains on the other. So, it's yeah. pretty sick. But Yeah, the, um, I have a shitload of friends who live there, actually. Out of, with oh, yeah? Hayden. Okay. Hayden's yeah, a lot of those dudes live there. Interesting. In Raleigh. That's cool. Yeah, Raleigh's uh, 40 to an hour away from me. So. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm just like directly just in the middle between all the big cities on the state. Um, right, just coming okay. in for like you know shows, just take you know an hour, whatever this way or that way, if I want show I want to go to. So Definitely. yeah, I was at uh, Raleigh Galaxy Con a few years ago. Oh shoot, nice. If you were, were you at that one or no? I've not been to. I remember when Galaxy Con was coming out, but I didn't go. Um, I think I honestly saw the flyer with you guys' name on it. I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, didn't really go. Um, but the pandemic things, you know, took a while to open back up. And now since then, I've kind of been like, do I want to go? Do I want to spend the money to get that way? And then figure out whose house do I crash at? And then, you know, oh, deal right. with everybody. Um, but, no, I, uh, Raleigh's cool. I'm not been to GalaxyCon. That one's really big because of the whole the uh, voice acting celebrities they have over there. A lot yeah. of people I know I will just go for, you know, uh, because this guy did the voice for Mario or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's actually the coolest thing about galaxy con too, is they're like the only ones who put the comic talent with the other talent. So mm -hmm. like, um, actually they're just fucking awesome, dude. Like in the green room, <clears throat> they have the, like the craziest spreads of food and stuff. And then like, you just sit down and have lunch with like a bunch of really famous people and kind of pretend wow. that, <laughs> that you belong there <laughs> it's really dope yeah that's I, sick I, I love doing those cons they're, they're like they're really cool people it's awesome fuck yeah i need to well fuck i could go to north carolina for the first time next next month no month after two months Something. or so yeah some shit like that so, so, right, just, 
Okay, just to visit and hang out? A little hang, a little, hopefully some bookings come through, we'll see. Gotta, can oh. never, can never stop the wrestling grind when you're in different cities, try and make a little bit of, where you can, make a little name. Oh yeah, you know, um, who's that dude? Oh, Seth Rollins, you know that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he lives in my hometown. He's got, like, a fucking wrestling gym here and shit. Fuck, yeah. Um, uh, black and brave, brave and bold, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I had a, That's right, right downtown. Fuck, yeah. No, that, uh, he, he's, uh, the only other wrestler I know who shares, uh, my same, sh- uh, same kayfabe names. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Colby Lopez, to break kayfabe for a minute for Mr. Seth Rollins. Sorry, Seth. But, uh. <laughs> Only the Colby I know in wrestling right now. That's funny. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. I see that dude everywhere. He's always out and about. Dude, he is, like, legitimately super nice with his time, too. Like, I've seen him take so much time with young wrestlers that, like, are my level and smaller. And, like, he doesn't even have to fucking pay attention to us. And he'll, like, take them under and, like, give them pointers and talk to them and all kinds of shit. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's rad. He's rad. He's a lot smaller in person than I would think. I would think he would like he looks fucking massive on TV, but yeah, yeah he's not that big. He, uh, I'll say this: he's one of the people that uh, gets very creative with uh, his height and weight on when he comes into the <laughs> ring. They all do that, right? That's- oh yeah, I'm a. Uh, yeah. I will say uh, Colby is six six two six three. Jason Way, my ring name is six five everywhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break down too much of the kayfabe world, but it's uh, it's always funny when you see pictures of wrestlers together because like, oh, that dude's six five, that dude's six four, that dude's six two, that dude's five five, and they're all like almost the same height. Like, someone's oh, not cool. quite right. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Man, did you did you see that Iron Claw movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I fucking brought the tissues and cried for a few hours and. Uh, Went home and cried a little bit more, and then, uh, it was a beautiful movie, beautiful movie, and I'm just insane. I'm very happy how much they were able to get into the movie. Uh, yeah, I can't believe how much they fit into it without like overshadowing or skipping too much. Right, right. I mean, they cut that one brother out completely. Yeah, right, but Chris is gone for some reason, but yeah. kind of wild. Kind of but... be too depressing was what i heard in one of the reviews like it won't be too depressing well i yeah yeah i, think I read the, that interview oh sorry go ahead oh no i was gonna i the sad thing is i kind of my theory is all of his tragic stuff is really similar to other similar things in the movie and i'm kind of wondering like well, we can't have two suicides that happen at the farmhouse here and we can't have right. two amputee moments almost right yeah Dude, no, that, that's kind of that was the interview that I read with the filmmaker. He was like, "This if if we had him in there, it just almost doesn't seem real. Like it's so ridiculous. It's oh, yeah. not, like almost not believable." Which I could totally understand because I almost didn't believe it watching it. You know? Yeah, it's like when you look at that story, and it is just insane the amount of tragedy they had, and they're like, "Oh, we're cursed," and everyone's like, "Oh, you're not cursed." That's the one family where I'm like, "There might have been a curse, guys. There, right? There might have been something there." Well, oh, you know that that whole Von Erich shit, like the initial like Nazi heel character, you know that that history of the dad is fucking crazy too. You could make a movie out of that. Yeah, okay. There's if the people want to, 
I know with Dark Side of the Ring, a lot of people are into it now, and there's a lot of dark, dark places in wrestling that you could make some very great cinema out of. For sure, yeah, yeah. I'm to the. I'm, I know we've had a lot of wrestling comics here in the recent years. I'm still surprised we don't have more wrestling comics kind of diving into that aspect, though. I feel like that's another fertile ground for comics. Yeah. No, it seems like most of the the pro wrestling comics kind of turn it into like a superhero thing, or yeah. you know, get the like supernatural shit rather than like I don't know some kind of like melodrama or something, which would be I think would be really fascinating, like a Jake the Snake comic. That would be fucking oh yeah, yeah, super that'd be sick. Yeah, <laughs> be a, I would read I would read the hell out of that. Dude, that would be again, yeah, that'd be a great. You read twelve issues of just like going deep into just how dark and weird his life was. Right. right. Dude, I'm fucked. Like, again, the origin story alone with, like, his upbringing alone is enough for four movies worth of tragedy in some ways. Right. Absolutely. Man, that's a good idea. <laughs> Very good. You know, we need to start booking that shit. Dan, get writing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can. I'll start studying everyone's scripts, which are probably in the back of the books you guys have, actually. So... So I was noticing those are included in the copies of Double Walker and stuff. So, oh, dude, that is—I I know uh, we'll probably be a little all over the place, but uh, I will say the back matter in Double Walker and Trevor Dose of physical releases is fucking very much appreciated. Uh, that shit is awesome. Oh, thank you, dude. I can't remember what is in there. Uh, there's a lot of just like sketches, a little bit of scripting. Uh, I know Trimmer Dose actually has the shorthand you and uh, you and Michael used back and forth, and it's like him explaining how you guys were going back and forth oh. on that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I so much of that stuff is like a like when we put that stuff together at the end, it's like a mad dash, and then I'm like, I never want to look at this again because I'm so stressed out. <laughs> but uh, okay, I remember that. It's totally valid. Yeah, that uh, I can, I can definitely relate. I know there is no better feeling than finishing a project, but also I don't want to call it a better feeling. It's like that. It's almost like getting rid of an anxiety boulder on your shoulder for a minute until the next one rolls down. Yeah, and you know you still have those like, or at least I do. I get those fucking panic attacks where I I wake up every ten minutes like, oh my god, I gotta get this done, and then I'm like, wait, there's nothing. You know? <laughs> yes. I, uh, I'm horrible at that. Uh, weeks I have a booking or if like Dan and I have a big interview or something, I'll be like, after it happens, I'll like wake up and do the exact same thing. I'm like, shit, I get in my bag. My gear's not ready. I'm like, dude, I did that fucking yesterday. What am I doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. Vestigial stress. Yeah. <laughs> this, the stress just holds on a little bit more. Yep. Dude, that was... What, what, man, yeah, it was really cool again to revisit a lot of your work, to be honest. Like, re- rereading Tribridos and Double Walker and Diabolical, all like kind of in a back to back faction. I did one a day. It's really cool to watch your work, uh, how well it complements each other. It's almost like a weird triptych in some way, especially with those three. I don't know if I'm just making up going back to back, but they work together really well. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, working with Michael since I think we're on our like eighth project, seventh or eighth project together now. I think like uh, I always try to impress him with stuff. So like like when I'm doing stuff with someone else, it's a it's a little bit different because like uh, I don't know. Michael and I have spent so much time together and, and talked so much, and we're like we have like this understanding, and uh, 
I feel like when I, when we work together, it's kind of like a different process altogether, you know. And um, like this this third book that we're working on now, this third big book is like I'm doing something completely different again, and uh, I'm just excited. Like I'm I'm kind of hoarding all the materials until <laughs> I, I just dump it on him in a big pile, you know, and then. <laughs> I just get very excited to show him. So, like, I think uh, that's really cool that you see, like, a like a progression, I guess, between those three things. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I don't know. Sometimes I get really worried that uh, none of my shit looks like any of the other stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I even have, like, an artistic identity, you know? Like, if, if you see something I do, you would even recognize it, you know? Oh, no, dude, so, I legit i would say you have like a very recognizable fingerprint like your stuff sticks out of like it's you i can't really compare honestly like with faceless and the family right now getting really big that's the only thing i can kind of even kind of put in the same category and even that's not i wouldn't say but like your stuff sits as very much noah bailey and it's very much you yeah i mean it's got that but it's also got some influences i like notice but i also just consume a lot of this crazy media like were you influenced by tintin at all or prince lane Oh, yeah. See, I love Tintin. And um, honestly, my biggest, I think, like, European influences would be um, uh, Tenino Liberatore. You know this word? Yeah, like, Uh, uh, exactly. Ranksarox. He did a lot of stuff with heavy metal back in the 70s. And then um, my biggest one, though, is uh, Jacques Tardy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think some of his stuff is kind of kind of tin tin looking like here i got i have every one of his books but like here i'll show you some of this crap okay he's got like he does a lot of those same kind of kind of faces and stuff does that oh, show shit. up yeah oh hell yeah that's super cool actually okay yeah it's cool yeah this, i see it this is like all repeatograph artwork and then um he also does these incredible paintings um but yeah i'm i'm hugely inspired by that dude and then Actually, I got I got this shit everywhere, dude. <laughs> oh well, yeah, hell yeah. I got Tintin tin, tin right here. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yes. Here, you might recognize some of this stuff. This is Liberator. Huh. Okay, I recognize the name now that I've seen it like written out. But... Yeah. Okay. See, this is like some of his stuff. He uses a lot of like like okay. dried out oh, marker he... technique and stuff. You know. Oh That's hell sick. yeah. But, I see yeah. it now. So was that one of the big inspirations for, I know I uh, saw an interview about uh, kind of your process, how many different mediums you use and mixing the mediums. Is that some, where some of that influence comes from? Cause that's like such a cool way to, one reason your art sticks out so well. It's like, I love seeing a different medium mixed that way. Oh, um, you know, as far as like process goes, I don't really take a lot from other people as much just because I, uh, I have this like weird fear that if I, that if I learn too much technique, like actual, uh, actual learned technique, that uh, it'll like ruin my brain, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the way that I think about the process. So like, I don't want to be influenced on that level, really. And like, most of that shit is really just me failing hard and then figuring out ways out of it until it becomes just a thing I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, honestly, I think I discovered. Um, a lot of like my painting technique came from doing really trash ink drawings and being like, 
I need to cover this shit up till it looks good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, I, I, I love that though. I do like, again, going back to, I think that's how you keep your spirit in the work too. Cause it's like, it comes from you. If you're not basing off of what someone else did, then that's you. Right. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Oh yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to, to sh- get a little bit like put some distance between myself and mixed media at the moment, just because uh, I think I used to draw in ink really well, and I've been doing mixed media so long that I use it as a crutch now, kind of. You know, so I just want to do just like some straight black and white ink right now. You know, so that's like a lot of what I've been doing lately, especially on mine and Michael's next book, which I'm very excited about. I, sick. that is very sick i know i uh again dan and i clearly big fans very excited for whatever you and mike are going to cook up i know every time you guys put up something it's something we honestly talk about for like a week or more just dissecting going back and forth on it's true oh, man. dude that's so cool to hear thank you guys so much oh dude well when you guys have had such like not only we've talked about trevor dose and double blocker well the one I know a lot of people probably know most right now is obviously Wonder Woman Black and Gold 6. You guys got to do a short in that, which it's so cool seeing you guys get to tackle a character like Wonder Woman because it is so now getting meeting both of you. It is so clearly you you and his Wonder Woman. Like no one else does a Wonder Woman like that. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's not a character I ever thought that I would draw, honestly. That is not like – I mean like – uh yeah, I just think that as far as like DC characters, that is the furthest one outside of my wheelhouse. I, I don't usually draw like attractive women, you know. That's not my shit, you know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I had a blast working on that, and those were like the biggest pages I've ever done too. Like they were, for me, they were very large because I typically work pretty small. But uh, yeah, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. Man. Oh, dude, of course, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was a, a big surprise uh, when that book came out. And uh, I know Michael had like told us like, hey, I got some stories come out this year because he kind of mentioned like the Bizarro one and he kind of mentioned the Wonder Woman one. And we were, were both like, oh, those are like very different characters. <laughs> very yeah, cool. And yeah. then uh, again, seeing your guys work next to it. I One thing I always appreciate about DC, it seems like they're willing to give chances to some very different minds and different artists sometimes. And uh, I love those little anthology books like that. So I'm, I'm. It's really cool seeing you guys pop up in that. Thank you. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a blast, dude. I think I liked actually their, their, ed- the editor was so cool on that book. Like, um, there are a few panels in there that Michael and I were pretty sure would not make it into the book because they were kind of gnarly, you know, like that, that, that panel with uh, the wife with the gun to her head and her yeah. mascara is running. Yeah. And, Michael was like, oh, that's not going to fly, you know, and, and it was okayed immediately, and I was like, holy shit, this is rad, you know, they're letting us do whatever we want, and uh, yeah, DC is the shit, dude, I wish, I would love to do more work for them, but I don't know. Well, who would you like? Who's like, if you had to pick, like, if someone at DC was like, hey, we got like five, six characters open, you can do a short or two, who was their dream character? And would you want to do it with Michael, or just by yourself, or... Oh, I would love to work with Michael on, on anything, you know? I mean, um, there are a few writers that, like, uh, like yeah, obviously Michael 
he's he's like the idea machine. That guy has you could you could tell him the most obscure character possible, and he already has like five story ideas for every single one of them. It's unreal. But uh, Michael and I a few years ago were talking about how we really wanted to do like some Clary and the Witch Boy shit and some you know yeah. the the demon stuff and uh, like those kind of less loved uh, Jack Kirby characters and like take them in like a really fucking like <clears throat> late seventies uh, like witch horror style you know like evil yeah. speed. And like, uh, just get real nasty with it, you know. Hell but yeah. yeah, that would be my dream is to do Clarion. That's that's like my shit, you know. Dude, that would be kind of perfect. I killed it. That that's fucking amazing. I want that book now. <laughs> that's dude. That that's is so cool. That really would be. I uh, yeah. That I'll be honest. That wasn't one I would have uh, originally imagined you picking, and now trying to visualize it. That shit is dope. That's just like. <laughs> I, again, I read Diabolical earlier today, so just uh, coming straight off that, uh, you're, I think you could do some cool-ass shit with Clarion. That would be oh, dope. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious to know, like, who could you see me doing? Dude, well, there's so... Uh, so, one thing I always love about your style is, like, it's versatile in ways I, I don't think people think. Because, like, you have so much momentum in your work, like, from panel to panel, that I think a lot of people... I'd originally miss because there's some really cool shit going on and like especially uh okay, double walker there's some really great work there just uh facial emotion so i think any character that is built on like really those deeper darker emotions i think you would do knock it apart i would kill to see your hellblazer to be honest oh hell yeah dude yeah just to see what you could uh what your constantine would look like that would be one uh Animal Man, just because I'm an yeah, Animal Man sucker. It. Yeah, oh, sorry, Dan. Thing. Sorry, that Dan. That was my plan. I was like, Animal Man. I just so Michael wants to do Animal Man books so bad. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's been pushing that big time. And he's got some incredible story ideas for, for both of those characters, actually. Oh, for sure. I don't know, Dead Man would be kind of cool, too. Oh, Dead oh, I love it. See, okay, I, I like love the... all of them. Those are the cult guys. I think dude, it would be sick to see you do an actual, like, you know, four-issue mini or whatever with, so. Dude, yeah. All characters that I've, like, they're in my, like, top ten for sure, you know? Okay. And then I have some weird ones that I just would love to draw because uh, I think that uh, they'd be challenging and, like, like I'd love to draw Big Varda <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, just to... I don't know. Honestly, all the Kirby characters really. Yeah, <laughs> I like all that. that's fair. But that uh, man, yeah, that's rad, dude. Yeah, you, we're definitely on the same on the same page here. That's, those are the characters that I love. Hell yeah! How did you uh, meet Michael anyway? Like, you guys go back from like a college or a show or something? Or no, we actually. So um, I'm trying to think when what year it would have been. It would have been like 2015 or 2016, somewhere in there. We, I uh, was listening to uh, Forever Midnight podcast all the okay, time. Yeah, and uh, like I just love those dudes, and like I was just that was like what I would do from the time I woke up to went to bed. You know, no matter what I did, I was listening to that podcast. And then Michael was like a frequent guest on there, so 
I was like, this dude is fucking hilarious. There was like at, at one point I was at the gym and I was like bench pressing with dumbbells and he said so, there was like a King Kong episode I think and he said something that made me laugh so hard that I like um, like dropped the weights and almost killed myself and uh, I was like damn this dude's fucking awesome you know so like I started following him on a, every form of social media <clears throat> and then. Um, from that i found out that he he was trying to make comics and he messaged me and was like dude let's do a comic together you know and uh he like uh he said let's do, uh what was his fucking financial suicide pact you know and he was like let's put out like a, a shitty zine that we lose money on you know so we started working on tremor dose and then uh that was that you know so that yeah, so that would have been like 2015, 16, somewhere in there. Hell yeah, fuck yeah! No, that's that's fucking rad. That's uh, <laughs> Michael like one of the most approachable people I think I've ever met in the comics field. Period. Yeah, like that dude. That was uh, we weren't that far off from how he got to be a guest on our last show. Where he, yeah. I think yeah, <laughs> Dan, you uh, you kind of spearheaded uh, I, that one. We the when Mortal Wonder Woman book came out. And we were talking about on Twitter, and I tagged Michael in it, and just casually was like, "Hey, we have a podcast. You want to talk on it sometime?" And I expect him to be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good." And instead, he was like, "Yeah, I can hit you guys up in March. Let's talk." And we were like, "What?" Like, oh, shit, no way. And then ever since then, he's just kind of been the dude, man, just hanging out or chatting back and forth. Or see, I post about a band and swipes up because he's like, "Oh, I love that band." Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, "Awesome," you know. Um, He's like, a, it's, it's been cool. Um, yeah. Watching that whole friendship kind of grow from like the pod until reception now. So, yeah, he's a. Uh, now he really is just like the coolest. He's, he's the coolest dude. I think he's a. Uh, he's a special person. I've never met anybody like that dude. He's legitimately sure. the fun, funniest person I've ever met in my life. Like, I don't know. At least for me, he is. Like, I, when I'm around that dude, I don't stop laughing. Like, my <laughs> stomach hurts. I feel like I'm gonna piss myself constantly. He's he's amazing. I uh, awesome. Dan, I don't think you know this even. So uh, when I was in wrestling school, I was uh, trained by Dustin Rhodes. Uh, the showcase, uh, we did a live showcase, and uh, Michael was in the group chat watching it, and he kept on like every time I kind of like, oh, Jason Way is so strong. Jason Way, oh, look at that strong clothesline. Send him to Japan. He needs to be on the ring now. He needs to be in AEW now. The next day. Uh, Dustin came up to me like patting my shoulder like they, they fucking love you on there kid good work good work and it's like entirely because of him entirely because of him <laughs> that's like, fucking awesome yeah forever thank for you sake. Michael for that forever uh, yeah he's a dude he's like the biggest cheerleader for his friends too you know he's like he's he's everybody's champion and like I don't know he's just a fucking solid dude a hundred yeah, yeah, totally. He is. He is. Uh, this is the uh, the the Michael Love Fest part of the uh, Odd Man Out episode. Yeah, I know episode. I know. I think we'll get him on pretty he... soon. Cause he, I already messaged him. I was like, "Oh, we got Noah," and he was like, "Oh, sick." So, um, I know he wants to come back for another one sometime soon. So, oh hell yeah, dude. We'll get yeah, um, man. You know, we've got um some secret projects that we did. One really big one that we finished last year 
that still hasn't been announced oh, and we cannot talk about it. But if that ever fucking comes out, I would love to come back with Michael on here. That'd be sick. Yeah. He'll be down. More than welcome. Yeah. That is that is fucking hilarious because I don't know what it is, but I know, again, two years ago talking to him uh, on our last show, he also, at that point, had very similar secret stuff. And I know I know he finally, one of them was the Bizarro book or the Bizarro story. Okay. I know that was one of them. That he, uh, at the time, couldn't tell us and was very much like, because ah, I think, Dan, I think you were the one that were pitching a Bizarro book to him or something I pitching, like. I was pitching something random. I don't know if it was that or like. You got a little too close to what was happening. <laughs> I, I have this ability where I just kind of like hone in without realizing I'm honing in and just go for it. Um, <laughs> you it was that it. or Jonah Hex or something. It was some random, obscure DC thing and Michael was like totally into it. That so. was a. That was a good episode. That was cool. No, it'd be rad. It'd, it'd be rad. I'm uh, I for many reasons hope whatever you guys have cooking up gets released. Obviously, but uh, for selfish reasons, I do would love you guys back on the show. Of course. Oh yeah, dude. No, this is this is super fun, and uh, yeah, I uh, I'm I think that the shit that I did on that book is like the best stuff I've done so far too. So like, I've been sitting yeah. here like just praying. Hoping, wishing. That's uh, the, the fun of the NDA and the fun of the contract. <laughs> yeah, dude. It seems like everything in comics works like that. So, if, if, if I've learned in my short time in wrestling and talking to comic friends, it's like comics, wrestling, and music is a shit ton of just uh, hoping your best shit gets seen, even though it's already done. Uh, talking a lot about uh, a lot about Michael. We do got to give credit to uh, Josh Davidson. We haven't mentioned him. Writer on Diabolical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how did that partnership come about? Well, <laughs> so this is actually, I'm not going to name any names, but this is actually a, a funny story because uh, I essentially was hired to take part in this anthology from this new publisher. And um, I was, uh, <laughs> let me think about this. Okay, so I was paired with with Josh. I, I don't know Josh personally. Like we've chatted, obviously at this yeah. point. Like we we become friendly. Like I, I really like the dude. He's a great dude. But um, so I didn't know him. So but yeah, so I was paired with him for this anthology, and essentially, I worked my ass off on these twelve pages. And um, <clears throat> when I turned in the work, the the editor fired us, and he was like, yeah. He had these like ridiculous. It was it's uh the biggest shit show I've ever been a part of, and I'm not gonna take part in any more like unknowns anymore. You know, like uh, take part in any bullshit Kickstarter books that I I don't know the people fun uh running. Yeah, yeah, that was a jumbled sentence, but I think <laughs> no, I think your point. You got your point across. Yeah. So essentially, I was stuck with these twelve pages, and um, I reached out to Josh, and I was like. Man, we just got totally boned. Um, I feel really bad because, you know, this is like a an opportunity for you to have your work seen. And I don't think he's – I don't know if he's done other work than that so far, you know. But um, maybe – I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but I know that he was, like, really excited about that. So I was like, how about I take this and, like, try to find another publisher? Maybe we could get it put into, like, a magazine or something. 
And at one point, I had like a pretty good um, back and forth with the editors over at Heavy Metal magazine. So I reached out to them, and they weren't over at Heavy Metal anymore because that that team changes every six months. So, like, uh, even though that's like my dream is to work with Heavy Metal magazine, one of many. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so finally, I just posted a few of the images on Twitter and uh, said, any publishers want this weirdo 12 page story, you know, and strangers reached out to me and he was like, can I see the rest of this? You know, Eddie over at strangers is like the coolest dude in comics, man. He's like, like, he's just like, he's a lot like Michael really. He's like, like that guy just fucking loves comics. He's so passionate and he's just, he just wants to help people be seen, you know? And, uh, so he, he checked it out, and then he was like, can you do a backup story just to fill out the pages? And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to dig into my old sketchbooks with, like, hundreds of short stories in them. So I basically, like, reached out, and I was like, how about we create an ongoing magazine where I work with an art, uh, writer of my choosing and then do my own story in the back? And he was like, fuck yeah, you know? So that's kind of how that all started, so... I actually wrote my story in that in 2015 <clears throat> and yeah i have notebooks full of weird shit like that so but uh the next the next several issues of diabolical i have planned with different writers and uh like some first-time writers and like just dudes that i've that i've known for a while and they're uh like so fucking talented and just haven't done anything yet so i was like <clears throat> this is like what the kind of shit that i want to do so um the next few issues have like are gonna have the coolest fucking stories man like i'm so Sick. stoked Hell yeah so yeah. that's kind of how that whole thing came about and uh yeah josh is a is a really rad dude and i hope that he gets more work and that his shit gets seen fuck yeah that's a uh, i was I was wondering about Diabolical, just in general, the future of it, because the presentation of it, I love the name. I love it. Like, it's just a fucking cool book on the shelf. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, thought, I really like graphic design shit, you know? I, I really get into that part of, uh, like, book design. So, uh, yeah, I was really proud of, like, of the packaging on that. And I uh, definitely – I've got – I've got the covers planned and all the inside stuff planned for the next several issues too. Cause I want to get fucking weird with it. Get into like that weird Japanese collage shit, you know? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Do you have any idea when the like next potential issue could drop? Is it this year maybe, or it, it will definitely be this year. So we're actually playing with format. We're talking about maybe doing <clears throat> bigger books rather than like, uh just kind of like upping the value essentially and maybe like putting putting like several stories in one issue so it'll probably be in in several months would be the next issue but um awesome yeah it'll be a lot bigger than than the 24 pages fuck yeah that's uh that's dope that's exciting i feel like that is something that you could see grow into something like really fucking cool really cool oh hope so man thank you so much yeah um one of the writers so is like uh he he became one of my best friends his name's craig Hurd mckenney do you guys know know his work sounds familiar but i don't know if i hear names so yeah he just just did a bunch of stuff uh he did a 
a story in the new uh, Boris Karloff. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's where I heard his name. And then, um, man, he's like, that dude is so hardworking. He just never stops. And uh, he's been self-publishing under Headless Shakespeare Press for for years, like okay. twenty years. And I mean, I would recommend every book that that guy has ever done. He fucking researches his ass off. He comes up with these just genius stories that are so like dense with subtext and like he's just really fucking brilliant. He's an incredible writer. And um, <clears throat> so we did a big, bigger book together that I finished last year, and that um, <clears throat> it's uh, called Station Grand. I don't know if you guys saw that. It had like a kid. I saw you posting about it. I said, yeah. to grab a copy. So you, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, remember you, I remember seeing you post about it. So, oh yeah. So that's uh like, yeah, we did. So that was a Kickstarter book, but then um, it got bought by a publisher. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, here, I got all of this. Like, I just have piles of shit next to me. So, but like, yeah, these are like some fucking. Oh, it was like fuck. cover I did. Oh shit, that's dope. And then like, see, this is like some of the shit. See, like on these pages, I did like some more uh, like tech pen shit. Oh, dude, that's, cool. that's really cool. And then oh. these are like people. These are all people that paid to be in the comics. So I had to like, <laughs> I had one photo of each of these people and had to like reference it to draw them from different. Po- it was really, it's I love shit like that. So that was a good time, but. Uh, <laughs> And then I'm also super excited because in that book I have a uh, – I did like a 16-page backup story in that that's like all autobiographical. I don't know if I sent you guys that. But it's some – it's like about sleep paralysis and uh, insomnia. Oh. I'm not sure. Okay. See, it's some weird shit. See, these are like big double page spreads. Oh, that's sick, though. That is fucking awesome. Those are really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I was. See, I'm like really stoked for people to see this because I've I've never done anything like this before, Holy and it's shit. like a very personal. Yeah, dude, that's incredible. I'm not gonna lie. That is, I Thank dig you. that. Thank you. Yeah, I can send you guys a PDF of that if you want to check it out. Uh, I'd love to check it out. That'd be sick. That'd be um, but yeah, so Craig uh, wrote, I asked him to write me like a 12-page story for an issue of Diabolical, and it became so big that it's like 120 pages, so we're going to serialize that in the next several issues too. And it's like absolutely fucking bonkers. Like really cool genre shit you know and uh i'm really stoked about it but anyways that's ex- dude that is exciting news i like 2024 has already got a shit ton of cool books coming and i'm like seeing the more and more cool shit coming and the weird shit i'm this year is looking to be filled with weird shit and that's what we're here for right yeah me too man 100 <laughs> percent. well so you mentioned all all of uh, some projects coming up. You mentioned a lot of uh, people you love to work with. Is there any like if you had? I know this is like a very generic question, but it's always a fun one. Is there like a writer, anyone that if you could pick anyone just to work 
one book with or anything like that? Um, I've got two writers that I would like, that I would fucking, and I don't even know if they work anymore, to be honest with you, but I've like been a fan of these dudes for so long that I like, I would kill to work with these guys, Bruce Jones and Doug Mensch. Uh, Those are, those are are my two dudes. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would just absolutely fucking love to do anything with those guys you know yeah uh, i mean there's there's so many writers that work now that whose work i i love and i would love to work with you know but like as far as like yeah those are at the top of my list always you know the top (laughs) that's awesome that's a fucking solid a solid ass top that really is god damn fuck yeah i'd love to see that shit well i know we don't want to keep here all night i know it's uh busy stuff all around dan do you have any final questions before we start any wrapping up stuff uh it's not really the comics but it's in the same way as things we talk about on here uh slightly off topic but kind of related and art filled is there any records you've enjoyed recently in general music i know you're a big music guy i noticed you and i seem to swap bands back and forth quite a bit with like Milusky and stuff but uh we're just chilly curious what you've been listening to or enjoying lately as we kind of wrap things up here I recommend to check out. Okay. I've been listening to... Honestly, I, I kind of do this thing where I... I like to go through a band... Like, when I find a band, I like to... If I dig a song, I'll go back to the beginning and I'll listen to their whole discography from song one to the end, you know? Done the same thing? That's sick. Yeah, that's... I, like, I, I, if I'm a fan of something, I get, like, really into it, you know? I find all the fucking side projects. Yeah. Like, I find out... Um, I, I love that shit, you know. So like, uh, um, I've been listening to a lot of Big Boys. They're okay. uh, yeah, you know that yeah, they're that's uh, a punk, punk band, right? Yeah, yeah, punk band from the like early '80s in Austin. Okay. Love their shit. Um, <clears throat> uh, lately, Elvis Costello. Hell yeah! All right, hell yeah! Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Buzzcocks. Nice. Uh, Big Thief. I'm a huge fan of Big Thief. Okay. Suicide. Oh. Jesus. Dude, Jesus. so good. Yeah, yeah. Jesus and Mary. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand for me. I don't think that they're like super similar, but for some reason I always put them together in my mind. Um, honestly, a lot of the stuff that's kind of always... I have like a few bands that are kind of ever present and uh, typically it's like misfits and like any yep. Wu-Tang affiliated shit. So like Raekwon and Capadonna and uh, yeah, yeah any misfits record. And then uh, other than like that Danzig is on, I don't listen to, to much stuff after that, mm-hmm. but that's fair. We don't, want the gra- don't count the graves. <laughs> there's some merit to it i just like i think it's like different stuff you know? yeah I, I i just really i'm 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 stuck with that danzig stuff definitely. oh yeah you're but. preaching to the choir dan uh hears about my love of okay. danzig non you meet danzig oh uh, yeah I yeah i fucking I did, did. <laughs> that dude is a... danzig once. how'd that happen so in austin uh they were doing his last movie uh his uh, spaghetti western he uh okay. did, did a screening for it uh, very classic Danzig screening. He was supposed to sit with us do Q and A, 
uh, he wasn't there to begin with, uh, came in about 40 minutes late, said hi, was super fucking nice, left, went back to his hotel while the movie was playing, came back, then stayed for like two hours and just hung out talking to people and shit. And uh, I went up to him and just said, oh, hey, man, you know, big fan. I use, uh, at the time, I was using one of his songs as a theme song. I was like, hey, I'm a wrestler. I use uh, Skin Carver as my intro music. And he's like, he just stopped. He goes, you're a wrestler? I'm like, yeah. And he just fucking puts the devil horns out and, like, has, like, interlock him with him. And he's like, that's good shit, brother. That's good shit. And uh, it was uh, my Danzig moment. And uh, he drifted off into the night like the vampire man he is. Never saw him again. But, uh. It was an experience. I got Danzig that night, and it, it was worth it. That is so cool. Wow. He's a, an interesting dude. He is just as much, like, meeting him in person, he's the only person I've met where I'm like, okay, you're exactly what I imagined in every way. Good and bad. Hey, that's good. Consistency. Yeah. I think it's important. Dude, yeah, he, consistency, if you can't say anything about Danzig, he is the same man he's always been. That's awesome. But, uh, again, dude, thank you so much for being on this. It really does mean a shit ton to us. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you guys so much for having me, man. This was a lot of fun. And, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll come back whenever. Fuck yes. Thank you. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll let you know when it's, like, uploaded and edited and all that stuff, uh, like I said, I'll I'll send you a link to everything. If there is anything that needs to be cut out, I can cut out. Do don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't really care honestly. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I said I don't know I don't think I I don't, I have no idea what I said to be honest with you, but I'm sure it was <laughs> mostly I just side side find honestly is once again appreciate for doing this uh, episode with us and chatting with us the past couple of weeks in general. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really appreciate it, and thank you guys so much for being so supportive and for like, I don't know, for buying the stuff and actually enjoying it. I like that means a lot, seriously. Sure. And uh, like you guys reaching out means a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, I love that it's like such a such an easy thing now to like reach out and communicate with people that are on the other side of the world. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. It's fucking. Okay. Right. It's cool. We can uh, hopefully get all all the cool weirdos together and give a little little place for us to find cool art together. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again to Noah Bailey for joining us on our launch episode of Odd Man Out. Uh, that was fucking incredible. That was. I personally love talking to him. I know Dan. I know you did too. He's such a nice guy. I yeah. mean, he's got good music taste. Um. He likes Iron Claw, which is crazy. They only strike me as a wrestling fan. But the little bit he didn't know it was really awesome to hear and talk about. No, that was um, dope. Got uh, got some Dustin love for uh, Howard Stern in there, too. And a lot of really deep European cut awesome comics to go with for, sure. for us now. Always down to talk about European comics. This stuff is crazy. Yeah, fucking insane. Uh, again, for first and foremost, thank you guys so much for listening to this. This uh, has been a... Uh, passion project for a while now for us so to have it finally here recorded released uh is a big step and truly thank you to every single person listening to this right now as cheesy as it sounds it really does mean a lot thank you guys <clears throat> but for right now a bigger thank you to noah bailey uh if you want to follow his amazing career which every single person listening to this should want to go follow his career 
I believe the easiest way to do that is probably go follow him on all of his socials. And I believe all of his socials. I think it's all under the same name. So. Yeah, I, I do believe they're pretty much all under uh, Boyish Death Drive. Go follow him on everything on there. I know for sure his Insta his Insta is a must follow. It's a great it's got, one. He posts some really spooky, cool stuff a lot of time. It's very Lynchian. It's awesome. Very Lynchian. So. You see a ton of his uh, progress shots on different on different works he's doing and different things like that. Uh, should also give a special shout out. Uh, Michael Conrad got brought up a lot in this uh, interview. Friend of the show, friend of everyone on the show, amazing dude. Go follow him on Instagram and X and yeah. anywhere he's on as well. I think Instagram and by his Exo Man of War, his Wonder Woman, his Nightwing backups, his shit. I don't know. Man's got a lot of work now. Yeah, I don't know. So much cool stuff. So I know. I'm sure he'll probably. Well, with the the clear cloning connection, I'm sure he'll probably pop up in Distillery one of these days. For sure. It's something pretty fun. And probably on the show here in the next couple episodes at some point. So. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, we got some exciting stuff coming. This is literally just the beginning. Uh, again, this is, uh, this is more than you guys think it is. This is the first peek into what Odd Man Out is. And Odd Man Out is going to be a lot of things. Thank you guys so much for being on the first step of this journey. Again, we have a whole ton of cool comics to go check out now. Uh, everything Noah Bailey mentioned, go check that out. They make- it's got that Wonder Woman black and gold book that I think got collected in a trade with a bunch of other really sick creators as well. You should check out. I believe so. so. I know Trimidos and Double Walker are both in print through Dark Horse or online through, well, through Comixology, originally now through Kindle, I believe. Uh, the fun of the ever-changing landscape of the internet uh but until next time unless there's something i'm missing i believe this is the first goodbye i think that is it really honestly i mean only have the else really the plug so no uh if you want to follow me you can follow me at real jason white for all my wrestling bookings and all that fun stuff uh but until next time thank you guys so much for listening again uh have a good day a good night and go make some fucking cool shit.